So uh, my question is, uh, does Kanye's uh, connection and faith with God for you discredit any of his messages calling you out as an atheist? <laughs> That's an interesting question. I... You kids cut it out with the clapping back there. Far too much, far too much. Yo, what's up? Good to see you, good to be. It is the VU crew on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who it's be. Uh, it's your boy Dilly D up here up front with Mash. How you doing there? So good, man. So good. Except for this bloody Mitsubishi in front of me that is giving me grief. But you know what? Come back to me. We'll come back to uh, the Mash post Mitsubishi. Uh, in the back, we've got the, the troublesome threesome. Lay, lay it down. And by threesome, I don't mean threesome. Um, Amutha, you're right there, straight center. I am, straight in the center. This feels pretty intimidating, seeing myself right between you two. They're going to be looking at you the whole time. It's very direct. I hope you don't mind seeing my face. Oh, I won't Hello. be looking at it. I'm kidding. <laughs> she Connor has to... Connor peeping through. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Hello. Please be in the podcast. Hello. I'm here. Uh, Rye guy. Hello. Yeah, Blake Gown. Here we go. Uh, just getting side looks, side glances <laughs> yeah. as we drive by. Where, where, are, where are we going, Dilly? I think I want you to tell us where we're going. You, all right. Well, to answer my own question... As rephrased by Dilly Day. We're on our way to Renaissance Festival, Vibe Union's first ever festival show. Oh, yeah. Uh, So we're on our way down to near Lang Lang for a family-friendly camping festival at a a location that I'm choosing not to disclose. Yes. Um, That's just my choice. It doesn't need to be a secret. And, uh, yeah, and it's it's really freaking exciting. Like, we're off the back of our gig at Liebird Lounge. It was the first time we got to play live. First time many people saw live music in almost a year mm-hmm. and uh, yeah pretty pretty psyched pretty psyched and actually a pretty cool experience I guess we've been reflecting on what it feels like to be bunched up together going camping for two nights together being in a festival context and like actually bonding on a friend to friend basis beyond what we're doing as musicians artists creatives so yeah feels really exciting loving it living it uh, if we could just go through the back and uh, give us a bit of a reflection on the Liebird experience, what went down and how we felt about it. Uh, let's get really cheesy with it. And it felt like coming home. Hey. Uh, it felt like um, it felt like a breath of fresh air, uh, sucking it back down into my lungs and feeling like I came back alive again. Um, you looked alive up there. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, what can I? Uh, I mean, I don't know what what more else to say besides um, it, it, it actually felt though as well like nothing had happened <laughs> I felt like it was all back to normal for a second which was really really nice um, hopefully New South Wales behaves itself and we get to retain this this newfound life we've um, discovered yeah um, but yeah it just felt like yeah returning home I'm just going to say that that's how I feel there you go Amutha beautiful um, yeah I can definitely I have a similar feeling about it returning home as well as just like this real sense of connection with uh, the audience that's probably what really drove it home for me like just feeling everyone so present 
you know, during that whole set, not a single person was having a conversation. Nobody got up and left. Everyone was like, I need to be here right now. Mm-hmm. And having that feeding the performance and then us like ramping it up even more because we felt that vibe coming from that just that circulation of energy was just so incredible so just looking forward to doing more of that in 2021 hell yeah just quickly on that it was almost like uh oprah winfrey had some things under the seat ready to give away and nobody wanted to run away from the seat because there was i don't know if you were slipping 20s under the chair or what was going on but yeah, the people didn't go anywhere. It was yeah, wild. Yeah, and we uh, we put it put ourselves in the red, yeah. purely yeah. <laughs> purely for the sake of keeping people in the seats. <laughs> we'll pay you to stay here. <laughs> it was a it was um kind of wish um uh damn why have I lost my words? But I, I was hoping that this kind of happened that everyone's been stuck inside for so long, mm. and then as soon as they get out to a gig or anything like this, like they were ready for they were itching for it they needed that human connection they needed to just see something real that wasn't um in a zoom meeting mm-hmm. and um i think i definitely felt that as well that i just felt a lot more present that i was like this is this is a special moment um hopefully that moment continues hopefully uh yeah we don't just fall back into where we were this has been a, been a new awakening why not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice very good talk to us connor right i'll just peek through here so I felt like the gig was a really good way just to just to, to culminize, is that a word? Culminate? Culminate. I don't know. This this process of getting back to normality a little bit. Um, after everything we've been through, just to have people listen to your stuff. Like you can practice in your bedroom and it's all good, but when you get up on the stage and have people that have never heard anything you've done before listening it's intimidating but it's also super exciting and like just to look at people that moment when you can actually tell that they're enjoying it like they're listening and trying to work out whether they enjoy it or not and then you can sort of see them switch over like yeah all right i'll give this a nod for a, for a hot minute or whatever <laughs> and and you can see people like maybe looking at each other and and talk about a lyric that you just said or something and they relate to it that's a really special feeling um you know all the Dilly songs when he's jumping off the stage shouting yes. chaos at yeah, people I'm yes. sure they relate to that <laughs> um, but yeah it's, it was such a fun experience a bit nerve wracking and I, I did m- like make sweet I love to the wall a lot of the time mm. um, yeah. but yeah it was good to get back out there mm-hmm. it makes me think though I wonder like so I was uh, I was very excited for this year in a way because I it was a test for a lot of systems um be it Zoom meetings, be it what we use being being Discord, like we would have meetings every week of Vibe Union all remotely and we would connect. So I always felt like we were still hanging out. I always felt connected to everybody. I felt probably more social than I've felt in a long time, but still very, very isolated. And it was a really weird feeling to have those moments, and I'm sure this is the case for everybody in the world at the moment. Uh, you have those moments, you you're, you feel like you're connected, you almost forget for a second that it's it's online. You, you, you are just hanging out with your mates, still smashing brews, still cracking wise, hanging out. But then you close the laptop and the room is quiet and that's a really weird feeling. It's like when you get home from the pub and you've had a really rowdy night and then you get home to like a dark apartment or something like that and there's that rude awakening and it's like, ah, oh, this is still a weird little existence of my own. I'm still in this little pocket of reality that is my own. And I think that was amplified so much during lockdown. 
Um, but at the same time, I was so excited to test all these new systems to, to be like, cool, can we can we do a lot more things remotely? Can we, um, is there a lot more that humans can do uh, through technology? And then the realization towards the end of actually doing this gig, I was like, nah, there's a lot that needs to be, I need to see the people in reality. I need that flesh and yeah. blood. Yeah. That's hard to, it, it's impossible to replicate maybe. And maybe my love of my desire to be a cyborg and and to <laughs> to work remotely and be uploaded to the cloud maybe maybe i will be missing something i'm not sure maybe. <laughs> so are you you're going to miss the vulnerability of the flesh right when that happens <laughs> you will for you will eternally crave the the feeling of flesh mm. even though you seem to currently have an aversion to it <laughs> and I like using the word aversion a lot yeah mm-hmm. you've, uh, you've got a craving for the word I've got aversion. a craving for the word aversion I have an anti-aversion <laughs> to the word aversion is it pro-version? yeah pro, pro, I'm going to do it pro bono too for free for free money and that is what this podcast is it's for free money so remember to like subscribe comment rate uh, we've talked about this before. We actually don't mind uh, in terms of how bad you want to flame us. Just give us four or five stars, though. Hey, eh? you know, yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, if you're still MQ, what do you, what like do you think about this whole like rating thing? How do you think we can work this to our favor? What guidelines should we give the audience when it comes to uh, rating and subscribing and reviewing our content? Yeah. Um, do it. also um, we've discussed a lot of topics but if you've got topics if you've got questions please drop them in the comments Um, it honestly takes like the one job we have away from us and then we don't we have to do even less work that'd be ideal thanks mate you're a bloody legend honestly like really the direction I'm looking for is do you want more or less Kanye references (laughs) because that's it I don't know I'm just I'm just doing me uh, the way Kanye does Kanye, and I don't know if that's—I don't know if that—I don't know if that's landing. Um, to the one person who thumbs down the latest video, you know, I don't—I don't know. Was it was it because I talked about Kanye again, or was okay. it for any well, number of other reasons? Maybe enough. Mesh? Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, we don't know. I don't know. We don't know you know, okay. like Georgia, my partner, I love it to pieces. Very early on, told me you talk about too much Kanye. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. We don't. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it was a. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> But I know where I stand. So, audience, let, let us know where you stand. I'm a huge Kanye fan. Always have been. And every podcast that I've told, every podcast that I've ever hosted, has always had a big Kanye element for some reason. Um, I guess because he's just so he's such a wild card. So he always fits in to any conversation. There is something that he's done or said. They're like, oh, that's a, you know what? I've got a really good, really good example of um, of Kanye talking about this exact topic. Um, it's getting. It is getting harder, and I want to ask you then, MQ. Not to, you don't have to, uh, you know. If you if you mm, if mm. you want to hold back a little bit, that's fine. <laughs> but look, his shenanigans as the last couple of years have gotten more and yep. more intense, more and more like cringy. Um, <laughs> oh, we got so a Lambo on the left. We got a Lambo. <laughs> um, and you know, there's lots of elements. You know, there's, yep. there's mental health is is the big uh-huh. one. Yeah. So I mean, I and I do. I, I want to give him a lot of concession when it comes to that kind of thing. You know, he, yeah. he has 
Uh, I can't, no one can imagine, no one can possibly imagine the life that he is living, the amount of yes men surrounding him, mm. telling him mm-hmm. all the time that you're mm-hmm. right. He made Poopity Scoop. Like, how many people did yep. that song get through before? <laughs> they were like, maybe. <laughs> I actually love that song. So, no, I, I, think, I think they did the right thing. Yeah. But, yeah, what's your, what are your thoughts? What do you reckon? Do you think, uh, are you finding it hard to, harder to, to wear them on your sleeve at this point? I think Kanye for me is the biggest exercise in needing to divorce art from the individual. Uh, I mean, like there are countless others. Like there's Woody Allen. There's uh, who's yeah. the dude who uh, the the big Hollywood producer that they just uh, convicted. No, no, the the big guy Weinstein. Weinstein, oh, shit. Right? right, right. So you know, in theory, Weinstein produces big blockbuster hits and all that kind of stuff, and then is also just a monster who rapes people. Like. How do you, you know, how do you separate? Should you separate and things like that? And I think Kanye, I don't think, rapes people and doesn't do things that are like murderous or tyrannous. He just has opinions and ideas that are way more like stream of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And so the ability to accept, because he does this, he picks his own thoughts with a grain of salt. He's not someone who thinks every thought and acts on every thought. Mm. He just decides I'm going to do this and I'm not going to act on this one. Especially, you know, dealing with bipolar disorder. That guy, like, needs to make his mind up every now and then about whether or not he goes through with a certain idea. Mm. And I think that as the as a consuming public, we should be discerning and say, I like this and I don't like this. So in terms of what I choose to defend, I choose to defend the stuff that resonates with me. I'll be like, that's a really good idea. We should be looking into ways that we can farm locally, live communally, and not, you know, not rely on these major metropolitan centers that everyone needs to drive in and out of every single morning and like polluting the shit out of the planet. Like when Kanye talks about that stuff, that sounds really good, but people are like, oh, but it's Kanye. Like mm-hmm. if Bernie Sanders got up and yeah. said the same shit, People are like, that's a fucking great idea. Elon yeah. Musk. Like, so all of these people are out there doing these things. Don't hate the person. Sorry, don't hate the idea because you don't like the person. Yes. That's, yes. that's yep. what Kanye is for me. 100%. Um, it's still respect yeah. his music and stuff. Absolutely. Like he's, he's talented regardless of his personality. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, what, how do you feel about him running for president? <laughs> I, yes. So, oh, yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, love, I love that he has epitomized... Uh, mind you, after Trump, but he watched Obama and then Trump become president. And he's like, anything is possible. Yeah. So when he's, you know, his claim is he was in the shower. God spoke to him and told him he will lead the free world, not just America. He will be the leader of the free world yeah. and that he has to go and do it. So he figures his interpretation is I should run for president. So he gets stoned at the VMAs, comes out and announces that he's going to run for president. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like incredible. He does what he wants to do. And I guess to bring it now to kind of something a bit more relevant than just kind Kanye's life like we were just talking about this before we started rolling like we have gone through life with a creative spark and ideas and things that we want to do and a degree of perseverance to like attack those ideas with and then we have not been met with enough resistance to overpower our perseverance and Kanye is just someone who has so much of this perseverance so much so of this self belief yeah. that he just keeps doing his shit but he's also got no resistance at the moment Anything well no 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 but that's the thing yeah dude that's yeah like you said his yes men and stuff like any idea people would just be like yeah you're no but that's the thing no 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 but mind you like critical of him exactly and all through his life so mind you like his claim is that he went to Gucci with a leather job pan six years before Gucci Louis like every fashion label in the world started putting them out 
he like he was jogging one day and he was like, man, I would really like to be wearing leather right now. Who the fuck knows why? But he came yeah. up with this idea, <laughs> went and pitched it to like the major labels. They didn't give a shit. They laughed him out of their offices and then sold the same shit later. Six years later, they cottoned onto it for like $3,000 a pair. So the guy is constantly being met with, and mind you, gave him no credit. Mm. So the guy's constantly being met with resistance. I think what drives him is that these ideas still come to fruition. So he just goes, fuck it, I'm just going to keep dreaming and occasionally connect with the people that help me to do the thing. So he wants to own a 4,000-acre ranch in Montana. He'll just go and do it. But that doesn't mean that he won't get resisted and he will get turned down from countless people until eventually it's just like an old, decrepit piece of land that no one cares about and then he turns it. Like... Mm. So his, the level of resistance he meets is constant and persistent. The media lambasted him constantly. No one, no one of any kind of note or fame or notoriety supported his bid for presidency. Mm-hmm. That is resistance yeah. kind of of the highest order, is total yeah. ignorance. Donald Trump was resisted actively and given press time and coverage and media. Mm-hmm. That's why he became president. Yeah. So I think his level of resistance is high. His level of self-belief is like bordering on like godlike, godlike yeah, right? He yeah. he believes in divine intervention that's reached out to him. For so many people, that's actually blasphemous. Like Islam believes that you know Islam teaches that Muhammad was the last person that'll have any uh, connection with God, like in terms of verbal speech, anything. Yeah, beyond right. him, beyond him, there is no prophet. Like that's literally it. There are no more prophets after Muhammad. That's the end of the line. Everyone from now on is a fake. Which I think, in terms of being a religion, in terms of being an organized religion, is a fucking badass claim yeah like mm-hmm. that's it after this there's nothing don't even believe the haters this is the final version of the software don't you dare update it's going to be a like it, it was Good brilliant fail safe as well to yeah. say from um weird sex coming out like mm-hmm. yeah oh, uh, god spoke to me and i think we're gonna let's do let's do a yeah. big old mass suicide those have always worked yeah, out yeah. real well it's like now nah, look at the quran yeah, that's yeah, it yeah. that's final there's a full stop at Rule the end of that shit one motherfucker yeah. we thought we thought this too <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, Kanye has always put himself out there as well. As you said, he takes every thought of his own with a grain of salt, and I think he's always had that uh, mentality and said it from the start. Mm-hmm. Like, this is I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say some shit. I was gonna and see how we go with it. Yeah. And I love my one of my favorite lines of his is um, "Say it out loud to see how it feels." Yes, and that I've taken that to heart so much. And I mm-hmm. think the only the only problem is that like. Um, I think he's. I think he's kind of tangled up with, um, with kind of the weird free speech discussion as well, where it's like people seem to think that free speech also means uh, free from repercussions. Yeah. Which, but he gets repercussions. He gets yeah. pulled back down. You know. Yeah. And that's the thing. So like, him saying a bunch of shit, and I don't agree with a lot of shit that he said mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, being not religious as well. I mean, that's also a hard one to deal with at the moment because like he is really on that train at the moment yeah so a lot of the shit he says at the moment i'm like yeah i don't i don't agree with that shit um but another line of his being um name one genius that ain't crazy mm-hmm. i would relay i would re uh re-say that to name one genius that isn't labeled crazy yeah nice and look at anyone right now who is just going i mean like you know i think there's there's so much work that needs to be done obviously in a more let's just say in reality um, quotation marks you know we need politicians who work within the already operating political um, systems to fix a lot of things you know we can't we can't fly off to Mars to fix 
oppression of black people and all kinds of things. Like, that's not going to mm. solve anything. However, I'm still a big believer in people like Elon Musk, people like Kanye, by just being so... Um, who appear crazy by taking these giant dreams and following through. Even if they don't work, it's a beacon to every kid out there who's like, oh, I could actually... I can do the impossible. Everything that we know now that we think it, we take for granted, we're recording on a tiny little mini computer in this <laughs> box that is hurtling us along a paved road to our destination. All this was impossible like 100 years ago, so... That is a silly example, I think, but yeah, I, I still, I still subscribe. I still subscribe to Kanye solely for that reason. Do you like say say it out loud to see how it feels, and yeah, follow that perse uh, perseverance. I think he he really empowers the the individual to kind of like take charge of their life, kind of you know regardless of creed, belief, all of these things. Mm. I think I think the less things that we look to the government to fix the better you know yeah. the, the more things that we focus on as you said before you know like the the localized approach you know like what is directly around us let's not worry about you know fixing the world before we fix our you know veggie patch or back garden or mm -hmm. whatever yeah. I think first and uh, yeah if you don't have the big dreamers out there making making uh, world stage examples of what could be done what is possible yeah. then uh, yeah I mean then we don't do what we're doing really yeah actually yeah me, me saying that as well like you know we if we need some people to, to work within the current systems to fix a bunch of shit I, I do believe that but at the same time like um, if you look out your window and hate the world the way it's operating but also just kind of go well that's the way it is mm. well then it's not going to change in any yeah. way and Kanye for me really represents that Kanye is the wide-eyed little kid who I mean I I think I kind of had a really big resurgence of this in my life of just like allowing myself to believe in I you know I do hope I do believe that humanity will one day conquer the stars and be this this higher life and like cities of gold and silver strewn across the stars why not you know like all that kind Utopia. of shit yeah exactly because if you don't believe that that could happen, then it can't happen. Yeah. Can I say one thing, though? So, right, you yep. said that if you look out the window and you don't like the way it looks yeah. and you don't do anything about it, it's not going to change. I would disagree. So, yeah. the fact is, everything is always changing, right? Like, we know yeah, the yeah. fact that everything's in a state of flux. If you don't go out and do something about the situation you don't like, it's going to keep changing further in a direction that you don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So, by, by being passive, you're losing. Yeah. It's only when you either choose to resist or then persevere. Like, are you going to resist against the thing that you don't like? Are you going to actively speak out against Trump and tyranny? Or are you going to go out and give free hugs to people? Whatever it is that you choose to then do, mm. make sure you are making your mark. Yeah. And I think that, like, that's, been, that's been my biggest takeaway from any of the art, any of the inspiration that I've taken is like, I need to make sure I'm doing something. Because if I really firmly believe in a thing, I can either sit at home and get grumpy about it and then die a crotchety wreck. Yeah. Or I can like actively start doing the thing, which is like talking to friends, connecting with musicians, making music, mm. going and having incredible experiences that allow me to feel better about the world. And at the end of the day, make me go, you know what? I feel like I did at least one thing today that is further in the direction of the world I want to exist. Because yeah. everything is changing. I want it to change in the way that I want. Yeah, and I think um, that's uh, it's also 
even if even if there are a lot of things uh, ex external factors because there are a lot of external factors that do rule a lot of aspects of people's lives mm -hmm. and that's not really what I'm talking about I'm more talking about like just more theoretical ways of approaching living in general but by doing those little things simply like what we're doing is a big thing for for my life because by just you know I, Centrelink's route to cut a bunch of my money <laughs> yeah. and I should be worrying a lot more about that mm -hmm. but I'm like yeah but at the same time I have all this free time to pour into my music and to Vibe Union so it's a risk but by by just believing that this can work out is the only way I can picture it succeeding if I went and got a 9 to 5 and had the security it's not going to work out for me uh, yeah you're saying, you're saying yes to life. Yes, saying yes to life. And I also, you know, that's, that is coming from a place where I've got cheaper rent and I can, I can do this kind of thing. But nonetheless, it's still about some, those small moves, even if, you, even if there are more external factors, by going out, being a free, doing, yeah, giving a free hug, mm. smiling to a stranger, those little things, I do believe really play, really ripple outwards and, and force things to move in the direction that you want to move in yeah. hell even if you're sharing a meme to your grizzly old grandpa who keeps sharing weird fucking right old right wing kind of shit <laughs> and you send some send some funny memes to him who knows you know mm -hmm. little moves like this can put out interesting ripples into the world yeah <laughs> change the way he perceives reality yeah. and you know what I just want to throw this out there as well for people at home watching or if you're listening just take a moment if you want to comment below with uh, response you're more than welcome to do that but just take a moment to kind of like feel into your own resistance and like what is stopping you from living that dream like really and truly like of course circumstances can be difficult but they will always be difficult it's up to you to actually overcome them personally and you can do it we all fucking believe in you 100 percent so right. what is That's getting right. in your way that was this year. That's that's the best part yes. about this year, isn't it? Is is shown with um, with great struggle and great uh, all these walls kind of put up before you. Like, how do you overcome it? And you know, as much as I was saying, we need the flesh and blood at uh, at going to gigs and shit like that. But still, the fact that we still managed to put up live streams and like, man, um, Isolate. I love Isolate is such a great example of this for me. Of uh, the music industry shut down in Australia and so they were like alright cool well let's do an Instagram live um, festival and they did it one week and they're like hey that went well let's do it another week let's do it next week and it just became every single week there was a new isolate festival of so many massive Australian artists all coming together and doing this Instagram live and it was just on their phone some of them had proper setups but a lot of people just stuck their phone in front of them and start streaming some music. And I, uh, one also great thing about that was uh, I loved the comment sections. Watching live music and actually interacting with the other fans while watching was a really interesting experience. It's something you don't get at a real at a real life gig as much. Mm -hmm. um, that was an interesting interesting experience. And I wouldn't say it's a replacement, but it's there was it was it happened so quickly within a couple of weeks of things kind of shit hitting the fan people were like all right cool scrambling away like what can we do or what can we do and we and we all figured out some way around this which is just fucking so inspiring so cool mm -hmm. i particularly uh, i have a, a potentially a heavy question for you right yeah you know we don't have to speak about kanye the whole time <laughs> But, but his face is going in the thumbnail. Yes. Yes. 
So my question is, uh, does Kanye's uh, connection and faith with God for you discredit any of his messages calling you out as an atheist? (laughs) That's an interesting question. I... I guess it's also in the sense... It, it, it does come into play as we're talking about agency. So it's not... I don't know if it's so much what Kanye says, but there are... I guess I'm wary, depending on who's talking about it, depending on how they're approaching their life using religion, like how much agency they give to a higher power over what they're doing in their life. So more less agency in their own life and more agency towards God for you is uh, is not not the right balance and these are these are big questions yeah, right I th- be careful what you say <laughs> yeah I think you know you you take but I, okay but I believe I, I think that like most religions though do suggest to take a lot of agency in your own life because that is actually the path of God anyway yeah. because you need to show your respect to him uh, or, or, or however yeah like a, an embodied yeah. Uh, 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 approach in the sense of yeah. So I don't know taking a step in Jesus' feet. I was <laughs> I was raised like Shoes. very atheist. My dad um, openly just like hates religion, thinks it's the worst thing that's ever happened to hu- humanity, and I thought the same for a long time. And it took me a long time to come around to it. It, it took dating someone who was religious to come around to it, um, realizing that it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't all that. And in fact, it's um, actually a close friend of mine. We discussed it as well. That we're both atheists, but she grew up in Turkey, and it was a lot harder to be atheist there. And we both realised that we both kind of really need some spirituality in our lives. Um, so yeah, I don't know. The way so Kanye do, talks. Do you do you separate spirituality and religion? Not anymore. I used to. No, sorry, no. No, I used to couple them. I used to think all spirituality was religion, so therefore I hated all spirituality, all religion, all that kind of shit. Is it not? Uh, it depends on how you use it. I think a lot of people use religion as a as a tool, as a concept, to ex- to run with their own ego and to exploit other human beings. Like an ideology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, an evangelicist or something like that, you know, people who are scamming old folks out of, out of a bunch of money... You know, religion takes religion as as a as a tool takes a lot of really ugly uh, forms. Can I so just chime in with something real quick? Yeah, go for it, Connor. Please. So I consider spirituality to be like part of your soul. I don't know if people mm-hmm. relate to that, but to me, that's like like your consciousness is linked to your spirituality and your soul and your energy, rather than like some religion. But I do believe that there are forces that we cannot see or perceive that are guiding us. I personally believe in a creator. That doesn't mean a Catholic God or anything. I just believe that everything is too perfect to not be, you know, the chances of it happening are just crazy. I'm not saying neither here nor there that we're definitely made by someone, but I believe in spirituality, in inner peace and like becoming one with yourself more so than trying to find something outside of yourself. But doesn't religion yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of give some kind of template or guidance for all of the above, including source of soul, including source of energy? This was what, what I was going to say is that um, this is the, the realisation I need to come to was that 
for a lot of people that is their connection to spirituality is religion. Religion isn't inherently spirituality, but it, it is for a lot of people their connection to their own spirituality. Um, while I think mine comes from more just presence around, yeah, can't tell, uh, but presence around my family and friends and also my art, I think, is kind of my, the closest thing I can come to at this point in my life and, and like a, spirituality like a sense of knowing that there is something else like a sense of knowing that there is other yeah, yeah outside yeah. of yourself a sense of yeah a sense of greater purpose but as not well. being worried about like how to box that and package that yeah so that's the thing I think yeah the boxed and packaging of it that's the thing that I'm always a little bit wary of and I think that's just a uh, a lingering feeling from the way I was brought up um, so when Kanye talks about it, I think like tying back into you know him kind of being my icon of being that wide-eyed kid, like believing in something greater than yourself, believing in purpose, believing in doing something more with your life. So when he speaks about religion, I kind of now tend to just translate it for myself. Like, okay, he's speaking about God, but for me, that would be speaking about, you know, be it the way I look at the, maybe my, my more sci-fi fantasies of what the universe can be or where I find... Some people are going to get really offended by some of these comments. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I yeah, think... Yeah, Luke Skywalker's kind of like my Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I mean sci-fi, but, um, but please, in the comment section, fucking ridicule me and take me to task. I don't give a fuck. Um... But yeah, my sense of uh, of higher purpose, not so much in like a in a higher being or in in, in service of a higher being, but rather um, a destiny of some sort that we can work towards, is how I would then translate his his way of speaking about God for myself. Mm. Yeah, that's nice, like a collective destination. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amutha, what's on the mind? Well, I was just uh, it was just interesting the way you worded it because I think. All of us are doing that anyway unintentionally. We're all reinterpreting the way we're speaking in terms of like what we've experienced. And I would say similar to you, like obviously I don't heavily relate to like the Christianity aspect of what he's describing, but the way he describes like God, religion, like that resonates with me in the way I like like tie with religion and spirituality and stuff. So I think that we're all doing that in our own ways and like some people realize they're doing that and some people don't, but yeah. Mm. I think, you know, like I had a, I went through, like, I'm not even sure what my position is at the moment. I, I find the whole thing very overwhelming, but. <laughs> overwhelming I, in what sense? Mm, well, I guess it's, uh, so what was going to say? I was going to say like, I used to be the kind of person that would like uh, either discredit or discount somebody's opinion because of quote unquote religious basis or whatever because you know I lived many years of my life being like well that's that's all wrong and that's not right because mm. science is right or yeah whatever or, or like all that humans have figured it out which I don't yeah, think we have yeah, yeah. so f for me I just see a whole lot of like correlation and connection between all of the religions and m most spiritual endeavors the call to the higher self or what is outside of oneself, something higher than oneself. So it's not about I, it's about, you know, it, it's about all of it, you know. Communism. God damn it. Jesus. <laughs> not another ready. Uh, yeah, but I think 
if we've been if we've been talking about like this source and re uh, retranslating, repurposing, remixing these these same uh, uh, kind of like eternal concepts and the the similarities between the religions and all this kind of stuff, it just for me it does for me it's kind of proof that it's that it's all real you know and it's just like a lot of it is our translation but i I feel like the uh uh the the amount of divine moments that people's that people have had the the amount of you know miracles that have happened the amount of magic that is you know in this world it, it just doesn't make any sense that we are the only creators here and and the power lies with us Mm, so that I think that's where often I'm wary when people speak more religiously, especially when it's more uh, less dogmatic. Yeah, more dogmatic. Um, really down, really about their version of it, mm-hmm. um, and exclusive. So I think, yeah. mm-hmm. as you're saying, exactly. That's 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 you know I can now relate to people speaking more religiously because I'm like, oh, I get these concepts. I see these things in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just interpret them in a different way mm. from my, through my gaze, through the through the, um, the way I see Don't the world. Don't say the male gaze. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's a lot of people who will say, like, well, that's actually a different thing. Like, you still... You, even if you're seeing the same thing and believing in the same thing in a sense, but it's translated differently you still need to come over to our side and say mm. it in the same way. And yeah. I'm like, I can't, I don't get, I don't understand that. And there's yeah. a lot of religions out there who don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure Buddhism is a big one, one that, yeah. like, is like, ah, you know, we we accept the we accept that there's lots of different ways of seeing the world out there. And mm-hmm. but, but those moments you share with random people that is that there's something else going on there, but you don't need to say it. There's, yeah... Their boundary dissolving moments. Just on yeah. that topic, you were talking about how religion. The way I was interpreting it was that you were saying a lot of religions are it's like my way or the highway. Yeah. Close-minded. Like mm-hmm. you were talking. I think it was Islam. Don't hate if it was wrong. But you got yeah. was it Muhammad? Yep. He was the only one. Like yeah. that's done. Yeah. The it, final. It, there's prophet. nothing else. That's, it. that's my yeah. religion. That's what it is. I'm not open to anything else. Mm-hmm. Or you got the Christianity. Uh, there's a lot of deviations of the same sort of Source religion. Or, yeah. Way. Whatever you want to call it. Um, and I think a big thing in life is is being open-minded, not mm. closed-minded with, with yeah. everything. You know, even religion, just the way people want to perceive things, you've got to be able to see things through their eyes based on their experiences. Mm. Yeah, um, and everything is a spectrum, you know. Yeah. Like, to me, you don't have to be religious or not religious. You can believe a little bit here and there when something might stick out to you. You don't need to yeah. be fully committed to anything in life. You know, even... Um, the spectrum of your sexuality and stuff, you don't need to be black or white. It, it's yeah. a whole thing that people can, you know, just think about. But yeah. religion, like I said, I'm I'm not religious. I'm not atheist. I'm just open to it when yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I if, think if, that is being I religious, think it's, being mm, open to it well, because you are open to something that is, you know... Uh, just within yourself. I think it's within our best interest to believe in something more. I agree. You know, yeah, if we're just completely. this is it, we're done. That's kind of yeah. depressing. Even if even if I'm not believing in a Catholic God or or something like that, just the idea that there is something more than us that we can we can expect and you know look forward to. Even if it's just the fact that we become a stream of consciousness that just floats around the world. Mm. That's the thing. You know that could be. It might be the best thing in the world once we get there. Yeah. You just never really know. So I don't like to close out anything. 
I really like that. I think that uh, it reminds me. Of, uh, has anyone seen the movie Dogma? By chance? Yeah. yeah. There's a so, line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a line in there where it's like, uh, where I think, um, uh, oh fuck, Chris, Chris Rock, yeah, who plays G, uh, one of the apostles. Is it yeah, Chris Rock? yeah, yeah, that's right. Chris Rock is like, it's like, and he's you know one of the apostles or whatever, the thirteenth apostle. Very funny. Um, he's like, it doesn't matter what you believe in. It's like just that you believe, you know. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. that's super potent. Yeah. And you're right, like that general openness or like looking for uh, opportunities to connect as opposed to discredit. You know, is that's a big thing. Yeah, totally big thing. Well, it's there. So you know, I, I think. So yeah, we're speaking differently that religion is a tool and can get you to spirituality but I've met a lot of religious people that uh, seem to be not at all spiritual that seem to be really closed off to life to experiences and to especially anyone that isn't part of their religion um, I used to live next to a I'm gonna I'm openly gonna throw shade at the religion right now so if you guys want to discredit me or distance yourself from my comments please feel free to <laughs> but I used to live next to a brethren uh, church I've never been around something that is so closed off to the rest of the world, you know, the rest of life. And that group is, the situation is if you stop going to church, if you stop associating with it, you're out. You don't get to see your family ever again. You are done. Um, you are completely, what's it, were extradited or, um, yeah, just cut off. Uh, and that, to me, I was always like, well, that does not seem very religious. That doesn't seem very spirit, uh, spiritual, spiritually connected to life. That seems the entire op- yeah, polar opposite of that. So, yeah, I, if that's if that's the way that church operates um, across that faith, then I'm I'm not subscribed <laughs> to that. So, I've, I've I've had this theory of religion and organized religion, like what you're describing. Yeah, and it's it it just smacks of like essentially cult mentality like how do you how do you maintain and grow membership right like yeah. you're an organization and you know humans we used to be apes whatever theory you subscribe to at a point we were a lot less smart yeah. but we would still have these spiritual experiences and that is the you know a two-year-old standing in one spot and spinning round and round and round is also somewhat of a spiritual experience. You like temporarily forget that you're a human. You temporarily forget me and you're disembodied and and you're thinking outside of yourself. So we would have these experiences like Native Americans would drink what came out of a cactus, wander into the desert for three nights and come back and and have a totally new outlook on life. That is a deeply profound experience that is superhuman. And we have to accept that that happens. So that's happened in every culture and every civilization, every society around the world. And over time, as we became intelligent, as we started writing shit down, even from cave painting times, we started to decide that certain things were worth remembering. And and, and, and to a certain degree, organized religion is almost a byproduct of science and scientific thinking. Because, say, the way Islam Mm -hmm. operates, like Sunni Muslims, the concept of being Sunni is that you're following the sunnah or the life or way of the Prophet Muhammad. So you will wash yourself in a certain way. You will talk to members of the opposite gender in a certain way. You will eat in a certain way because it is assumed that because this man was chosen by God to have this divine experience of revelation, by following his way, you will be closer to divinity. And so, you know, that that is an awesome thing if it's like an ad in your Instagram feed. Hey, are you interested in being closer to divinity? This is available to you. Here's the guide. And that's what the Quran is. Here is a book that I promise you you can get for free anywhere in the world. And it will show you the way of like what you can and should do to get closer to divinity. 
the problem with any of these organized religions is when they're like, you have to do this thing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want connection, you want community, you want family, you want love, you have to do this thing. You don't want your soul to burn eternally in hellfire, you have to do this thing in this way, otherwise you are wrong and you will, like, you will burn in hell. Yeah. And it's that kind of thinking, and then it's that organization mentality. If that person isn't following our rules, out they go. And these are all byproducts of ego, right? Like, yeah. if if just you and like Dilly Dave and MQ are friends, and Dilly Dave decides one day he's going to shave his beard, and MQ doesn't really like it, dude. We're like we're beard buddies. Like, what the fuck <laughs> do you do? That's ego. And that's happened to us, yeah. but you shaved. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And it was tough. It was it was hard. It was a difficult two hours until it grew back. Um, so it's that that's a manifestation of ego. I'm important because of these things I believe, and this person that I've convinced to believe these things increases my importance. If they refuse to abide, then I'm less important and my ego is damaged. And so parents have that passing it down to their children. People have it with their friends. So I think that's where the organized religion comes into play. So coming back to that question of religion and spirituality, religion is the organization or the dogma of it. Yeah. Spirituality right. is the experience that we all have. The flow and the force. The flow and the force. There you go. Could you not argue then that just based on that definition, mm-hmm. literally anything could be religion. Like money could be yeah. religion. Yep. Science could be religion. Yep. So in that sense, like it's really only like, are you present or are you yeah. not yeah there's it's uh, <laughs> very cool if you've if you've either read or seen the tv series american gods it explores that concept in a beautifully like fantasy kind of way yeah. and the concept is essentially by believing in a thing we create a god around it you give it power, so give it power. Yeah. kanye is a god right kanye if he says he's a god a and god. he believes all that if long enough he undergoes the yeah. experience of becoming a god and so then yeah. he like that includes psychosis and all that kind of shit yeah. that he's gone through um, but you know in this they go to the extent of like people worship guns so much mm-hmm. there is a man called vulcan and he has been a god for however long since the era of volcanoes when people tried to harness fire and he just keeps evolving and being transported by his followers and so then he's you know they show him in this context as the head of the nra and so he's like head of the gun club and convinces everyone that they need to go buy more guns and da 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 and so it's really powerfully done but exactly that by believing in something fervently collectively we give it power make it a religion and give it this like elevated status that we now must follow or we're somehow in the out group can I be really geeky for a second yes we're doing um, that with, v- with Vibe Union by the way we're huh? making it a religion sorry go on <laughs> it's one of my favorite uh, aspects of um, the Warhammer 40k universe <laughs> oh yeah is um, the, the their version of like the alternate spiritual dimension is um, it's, it's called chaos um, because it's the opposite of cosmos, it's the it's the chaos versus order. Um, but it kind of lay dormant for a long, long time. It existed, but lay dormant because the races that were existing at the time, um, the Eldari and the Necrons and several other races, the old ones, they had um, they 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 had much better control over their emotions, and so they didn't really fuel it. And then humans came along and started killing each other on mass, and through that created Chaos uh, Marines. Ca- they created Chaos Marines, but they created the Chaos Gods. The right. Chaos Gods themselves. Uh, well, I, they I, they existed, but they didn't exist in the chaotic, um, destructive force that they they become mm. in, 
until humans started. Um, fuck, I hope I'm right because 40k fans are like. <laughs> so, um, onto, onto this shit uh, and that will take me down. But, and then the next they, the, the next god that was created was by the Eldari when they started delving into. Because they kind of reached a point where they were beyond almost everything so they just lived for pleasure and for experience so they it got darker and more and more twisted until torturing for for endless amounts of time their poor victims that was the only way they could feel anything anymore it got to that point and then it all collapsed and that their that experience where they lost control of their emotions created chaos gods again um and yeah I, you know that came to mind <laughs> but I think it's such a good example of that kind of that concept I think we we play with this concept a lot just humanity in general that um, be it a sports team be it my love for the 40k universe be it an actual a, a, a religion as in the eyes of um, society I guess it's the, the whole idea behind a symbol right yeah 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 it's like you imbue it with meaning and power yeah and uh, you know to the people who know of that symbol yeah it, it relates and it hits. Mm. It's very interesting. <laughs> so the the secret to life and the secret to living your best life is to stop thinking. Yeah. Stop thinking. Just go. live. Just be. Anytime you catch yourself going back into your head, be like, oh wait, I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm supposed to be here right now in this moment because this is the only reality that actually exists. Mm-hmm. Meditation really helps with being present. I'm just mm-hmm. putting that out there. You learn how to center yourself and pay attention to what's internal rather than getting distracted by thoughts. You can realize you have thoughts, but you are not your thoughts. You are the consciousness. I think that's so, uh, such a strong idea is like, one, you are not your thoughts, and two, your thoughts are not yours. Yes. You know, they come to you. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Ooh, that. It's crazy powerful. But also, you know, really... really lends hand to the idea of you know you being more of a vessel or something than the actual source can i can i please explain something really cooked break it down amuta um so if you consider yourself this is an oversimplicity but just bear with me if you consider yourself to be between two states which is your ultimate wellness and the opposite of that so just imagine you're on a stick and during the day you'll be at any point on that stick. You could be at the peak of your wellness or you could be on the opposite end. So the idea is both these sides are vibrations and every single point that you could be on attracts different thoughts towards you. So like you could have experienced something and formulated these thoughts during that experience. And when you're experiencing that same point, you attract like similar thoughts towards you. I think that was an interesting concept that I forgot where I um, heard it from, but like that kind of put things into perspective for me. Like when when I am in this state and I start having these thoughts, like to stop and be like, okay, these thoughts don't belong to me. Let me like give them back to the universe mm-hmm. from which they came. Let them go. I don't own them and they don't own me. Yeah, so powerful. It's one of the lines in my uh, one of my raps is, I don't have ideas, they've got me. Yes, oh my god, I actually remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Crazy cool. shit. Does searching for a sense of presence feel like a good closer? I think we've, um, I think so. we've wrapped up yeah. real nice. Well, Sounds we... like a good intention going into this festival and into the new yes, year. Yes, yeah. totally, totally. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, it looks like we're 15 minutes away from the, a particular destination that hopefully is not just for riches and wealth, but mm-hmm. for some spiritual growth. <laughs> well, we went deep, you know. We should have called this should have called this podcast "Going Deep," but uh, maybe Religion, staying present. Spirituality or, and Kanye. Yes, hey. all Holy in the Trinity. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, let's go around any lasting uh, thoughts or ideas mine is just to uh, stay free and stay easy <laughs> um, yeah look happy new year to everyone out there and I hope that the coming year brings you better presence because there's no guarantee that it's going to be better than 2020 right on an objective level so it is purely going to be what you make it and I just want to say I'm really proud of at least the five of us but everyone in Vibe Union because we chose to make 2020 a good year and that's why we're going out with I think the most optimal scenario possible like we are doing we're going out on a high and it feels amazing so you can too I'll just play off that and say believe in the impossible I think that's enough for me there you go okay well I want to communicate with you directly you watching like you specifically I know that you want to define yourself based on your past based on what you've done before you want to tell yourself well I'm stubborn or well I can't achieve that because dot 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 I know you can and you know you can so just stop thinking like that get yourself out of that constant loop of just putting yourself down and realize like you deserve all the happiness in the world And I want that for you, even if no one else wants that for you. You know I want that for you deeply, more than anything. That's the whole reason I'm doing what I'm doing. Because I want you to shine, I want you to be happy, I want you to be present. I want you to achieve everything that you could ever dream of. So that's what I want to leave you with. Go into 2021 with this mentality. You deserve all the happiness in the world, you really do. Right, I don't know how to follow that one up. <laughs> you, learn an instrument. Um, I believe that everyone is creative. Some people just suppress it. Uh, and some people explore it. So the amount of people during isolation that have either chosen to do something productive with their time or waste it is, is really different. So I, I spend a lot of time making music and I spend a lot of time slacking off. The amount of people I spoke to that are interested in writing or creating but don't ever try because they just assume it's not for them. Sit down and write something, you know, even if it's just a diary, write about your day, something, put pen to paper, um, learn an instrument, or if you always wanted to play the guitar, the amount of people I speak to, oh, yeah, I always wanted to play the guitar, well, just buy one for 100 bucks and go to YouTube. It's not that hard. Just have a bit of fun, express yourself in different ways, learn how to express yourself in different ways, try meditating, try and be more present, and just try and live a better life, really. Beautiful. You heard it here, not first. Uh, these are all eternal messages filled with lots of love. You know that we're on every single platform out there except for our OnlyFans. Some of our individual members are on OnlyFans, but we don't represent that as a collective. You'll find us everywhere doing a bunch of things. Keep in touch. Much love. Happy New Year. Bye.